Welcome everyone, you are listening to the Art of Touring podcast. I am your host, the Sizz Dog, how's life? You alright? I'm awesome. Got my workout in this morning, taught a whole bunch of music to a whole bunch of students. Went to the barber shop this afternoon to get the old beard trimmed after work, but uh, it was too busy. Too many people. So I'm still sporting a very rugged beard at the moment. I don't mind it though, especially in the... Uh, the winter months, the beard does help with the old wind chill factor, but uh, I wouldn't mind getting it trimmed down a little bit. It's starting to come out at the sides a little bit, like Inspector Gadget. Remember him? He didn't have a beard, though. He uh, His hair would, like, kind of billow out from the sides of his, <laughs> under his hat. <laughs> oh, good times. This week on the podcast, I sat down with the ladies from La Bronco. Sorka and Laura, they're a two-piece sludge grunge band from Melbourne. I had taken myself off to the Spotted Mallard a couple of weeks ago to re-record an interview with Whoopi Cat, which we heard last week. Uh, but while I was there, I also had the chance to interview LeBronco. Uh, at this point in the evening, however, there was a bunch of very drunk barflies hanging around at the venue who were very loud, and the music in the venue was uh, pretty pretty loud as well. So the audio in this interview is very loud. Um, you can hear us talking, but I guess try to imagine you're listening to a conversation at a party. That's uh, that's pretty much of the, the vibe for this week's podcast, a bit of a party podcast. I did try to edit the background noise out, but it just ended up sounding a bit weird. So I've just kept it all in there. So enjoy. Art of Touring is brought to you every single Tuesday. You can listen to Art of Touring on iTunes or the Google Podcasts app. There is some coarse language in this week's episode, so if you are listening with kids, it might be a good idea to throw on the wiggles. Big red car, hey? Mashed potato. And then uh, once they're dropped off at the daycare, throw Art of Turing back on. Now let's take a moment to hear from this week's sponsor. Episode 20 of Art of Touring is brought to you this week by Quarks. Are you looking for a bar to offload some unwanted stem bolts? Ever dreamt of immersing yourself in a hollow suite? Then come to Quarks Bar on the promenade of Deep Space Nine, the first point of call of the wormhole to the Gamma Quadrant. Trade with exotic species and have a drink with Morn. Just don't leave without paying your bill to Quark in gold-pressed latinum. Just so you know, everybody, Art of Turing is hosted by Wooshka. If you'd like to listen on your desktop, just Google Art of Turing and follow the links to the Wooshka homepage. Before I get into my conversation with LeBronco, I'd like you to I'd like you to listen to a little bit of their music. Unfortunately, these guys haven't really headed into the studio yet. They're still quite a, a young band. Uh, so the track I'm going to preview for you is one of their demos. Uh, but it will definitely give you an idea of the music that LeBronco perform. It's a song called My Girl. Here's a taste.
Here we go. There's a little preview of the Broncos track, My Girl. Now let's listen to the ladies behind that track. And I'll be back at the end of the conversation with some classic Sis Dog podcast outro gold. Welcome to the Art of Touring. You are here with the Sis Dog, and I am uh, still in the Spotted Mallard. I'm about to sit down with the ladies from La Bronco. Uh, have I said that right, La Bronco? Yes, you have. Yeah, and it's Laura on the guitar and vocals. No. No? <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's Laura on the drums. <laughs> Hello. How are you, Laura? I'm fabulous, thank you. How are you? I'm good. And Sorka. Yes. On the guitar and vocals. That's right. There we there go. There we go. How are you, ladies? Yeah, really good. How are you, Dad? Um, I'm great now that I've got a... <laughs> <laughs> I kind of don't remember what I'm drinking. Those beautiful vodka soda and lime. Vodka soda. That's what it is. Yeah. Also known as a skinny bitch. Yeah, skinny bitch. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Skinny Collectively, bitch. it is called a skinny bitch. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Maybe I should stop ordering it. I might get a, I get a, an unwanted nickname. Depends on what kind of bod you want, I guess. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, if you're drinking beer, then you know, whatever. I guess you're not really worried about, you know, the As extra cows. Yeah. Yeah. The cows. It's, it's bitch is, is, you know, for the, the healthy conscious, I suppose, if that's, right. if that's a possibility while you're drinking alcohol. Healthy body, uh, healthy mind. Right. And so, yeah, where are you guys from? Where, where, did, you, uh, where did you grow up? Sorka. Where did I grow up? Yeah. Um, I mostly grew up down the peninsula in Mornington. Oh, yeah. There and also in Dublin for a bit in Ireland. Oh, wow. Yeah. My parents are immigrants. And, um, so you started off there and then you came here? Or? No, I was the first of my family to be born in Australia. Um, and like my parents migrated out here in like the late 70s. So um, late 70s, early 80s, like I went back and forth for a bit. So I was the yeah. first, first of my family to be born in Aussie. And um, then, yeah, grew up by the seaside. Yeah, right on, down in the Mornington Peninsula. Yeah. And my mum would always, like, because, oh my God, like, where my mum's from is this town called Belly Ferment, which is in Dublin, and it's like, if there's an equivalent, it's probably like the Pines of Dublin, right? So, okay. But it's like, but it's like Irish style, so it's like all, like, grey brick, like, just real rough area. Yeah, and yeah. And, like, so, like, we'd be in Mornington, and she'd be like you know, driving us home from school or something. And she's like, but you're living in your holidays. It's so beautiful here. <laughs> and um, and we're like, well, what are you talking about? It's just the beach. But then, like, I went back and sort of checked yeah, out where she was from. Man. And I was like, Jesus Christ, all right. I it just got a reality I'm check. I'm living the dream right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, bit privileged. Because um, my, my yeah. mum is Irish. Really? Yeah. she's Where's from, she from? She's from Belfast. From Belfast. Yeah. Nice. And we went back there. Well, I went back there with my wife about five years ago. Oh, yeah? Where'd we you go? We went to Belfast, where she grew up, and we yeah. met some of her family that's still over there. Oh, my God. Um, and then, yeah, we caught the ferry, and we did, like, a, uh, a tour of the Highlands in Scotland. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah, it was cool. We were actually looking at the photos last night going, oh, man, 
Yeah. What a time of our lives, oh, you know. Yeah. We'd love to go back, but we have kids now, so that's not really on the cards. <laughs> no, man, bring them back. They have to see that shit. Let them oh, climb over older, some ruins yeah. and see some castles. Oh, 100%. And some, we want to take them there. Bronze Age stone circles, all that shit. That's yeah, important. Yeah, very cool. No, definitely yeah. when they're older, we'll definitely be taking them, but they're only four and a half, so they're twins. So. All right, okay. Yeah, yeah, pretty bit of a handful. Yeah. And... Um, Laura, where are you from? Where, where did Hi. you go? up? I grew up in Eltham. Oh, really? Yes, so, I did. I grew up in research, man. Shut up. <laughs> what the fuck? Hang on a second. I knew I knew your fucking face. Right, oh, my God. Did you go to the FIABs back in the day? The what? The Flog It Frog in a Blenders, like the... The local gigs that the Eltham Shire used to put on for the people back in like the early 2000s and stuff, like the Fruit Bowl. The Fruit Bowl, yeah. yeah. And I remember the Eltham Blue Line and all that. The Abs and the Community Scout Hall gigs. Yeah, right. All those, like, I, I was really the only the, yeah, the, the light, what do you call it, the, uh, the Blue Light. Oh, the Blue Light. And the Fruit Bowl a little bit, but that was kind of up to my time. Oh, yeah, God. yeah, yeah. That was, that so was what fun. are the Free Abs? Yeah, oh, the Frog in a Blender, the uh, Free Ab, was like a... Um, I locally run. Um, it was like Battle of the Bands for all the all the teens. Yeah, and right. And everyone used to go and Frankenbach headlined every single weekend. Uh, <laughs> yes, of course they did. <laughs> Frankenbach, are you Frankenbach serious? Oh my I think they mentioned that because yeah. I interviewed last time I was here. I interviewed a band called Arteries. Okay. And most of the guys in that band are from Frankenbach. Okay, cool. And they touched on that in the podcast, yeah, so that's a nice can. little, uh, yeah. you know, it was uh, a circular. Real, thing. I feel very blessed to have grown up um, in that in that little pocket of the Diamond Valley because yeah. at that time when I was like this punk teenager that had no idea what I was doing I used to go and like cruise around and go to a scout hall and see gigs and like mosh yeah. I was like 15 I didn't even know what I was doing and that's I, the fucking best oh, that is a really lucky, cool thing we were lucky out in that, in that area um, the arts culture is very celebrated out in Eltham because it was like the hippie 70s artist community just like Cruised on out there. Yeah. Like you go Heidi and all that kind of shit. Yes, totally. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's all mud brick and beautiful. And I was very, very fortunate to have grown up out there. Yeah. Yeah. And then I um, I pissed off to London as soon as I could when I was <laughs> 20-ish. Yeah. For a few years and came back three years later. Uh, I'm still alive. Yes. Which is fabulous. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was good. That was, that was basically my whole... Little uh, story up until now, really. Yeah. Are are there any musicians in either of your families? Like, did you grow up in a musical household at all, or? My grandmother was a um, a opera singer slash kind of showgirly lady back in the day. Oh wow. Um, She's had a beautiful voice. She was singing up until her last moments last year, and she when she passed away at 93, by the way. So good innings. But she had the most beautiful voice. And Dad can sing, but just he just sings like old Italian songs all the time that I don't even know what he's saying. <laughs> but not not as a professional kind of um, yeah, thing. Yeah. But I, all, I've got a lot of cousins that are super musical in sure. bands, getting around Melbourne, doing stuff. A uh, few music teachers and yeah. So I don't know. It came from somewhere. I don't, yeah. No real lineage to anything particular. Yeah. Just a bit of fun. Far out, man. Yeah. What about you, Swalker? Any musos in your family? Um. Well, being Irish, I have a lot of family. So I have 27 cousins. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. Fucking Irish Catholic families. Anyway, and so there's bound to be some musos in there. And there are. Um, yeah. One of my, one of my cousins is um, a great sound engineer, actually. And uh, he travels all over the world. Like, he does big gigs, um, big festivals, and gets flown to all over the place. Um, he's a great sound engineer. And... Um, 
One of my other cousins was actually in Eurovision. Um, <laughs> I know, it's insane. In 2009, um, yeah. she was in this band called Black Daisy, and then they recruited some singer who was actually an air hostess for Aer Lingus. Yeah, yeah. And, um, uh, um, yeah, and I remember um, being over there in 2009 and hanging out with my cousin Nikki, and I'm like, oh my God, so you're doing Eurovision? Like, what's the song that you're doing and stuff? She's like, all right, I'm going to live with you. I don't know how to play the song yet. I'm what? like, what? She's like, we didn't write the song. It was just like given to us and this is what we have to perform for Eurovision and it was in Russia that year. Wow. And, um, and I'm like, all right, well, let's work out how to play this song. So we're like sitting on her bed, like listening to this thing, like with guitars, working out how to play her <laughs> fucking Eurovision song. And then a couple of weeks later, she's like on the stage, like on broadcast all over the fucking world. Which is amazing. Did something come of it or not really? Um, She played in some other bands and stuff like that, but now yeah. she's like sort of down with the kids and all that kind of thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's pretty wild, man. Yeah, yeah, Eurovision. I love that pretty show, huge, man. Yeah. It's, Every year then that comes on. It's oh, just man. such a great vibe. So good, yeah. And they've full adopted us as like, you know, as part of Europe, even I though we're not. I don't understand how, because when I was a kid <laughs> and like I lived in Ireland and like there'd be like Eurovision, we'd always go to someone's house and be some big night and like all the adults would get all boozy and all yeah. the kids would be like, hey, that. And like they'd always have some kind of like... Um, kind of competition where like you pull a name out of a hat like you pull a country name out of a hat oh like the sweep. Melbourne Cup <laughs> like a bloody sweep <laughs> yeah it was, totally it was a sweep and so it's like alright that's going to be your country and so then like you know you just hope that they win but they probably wouldn't yeah, and right. I just used to love when like France were like giving their scores and stuff and it just be like nil quoi I have a um, a confession Oh, is that right? This was the first. This year was the first year I've ever watched Eurovision. No, oh, really? Oh, shit, no shit. way. Yeah, and I also have never watched Star Wars. Oh what man! What the fuck? Yeah. All right, okay. So tomorrow night we were going to watch Fifth Element, but I'm thinking now we might have oh. to watch Star Wars. Yeah, I thought I was I've tried, bad. I've tried. You should do that, man. It's a uh, great yeah, series you, of films. My yeah. Eurovision um, cherry popping experience this year was amazing. Yeah, it's do? a lot of fun. I loved it. I just sat on my couch and loved it. Did you get drunk? Well, most of the time Good I girl. am. So, yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and so, how do you guys um, come up with your songs for La Bronco? Well. Do they, like, you know, did one of you guys go, right, this is the song, this is how it goes, or is it more of a no, jam kind of thing? No, it is a jam. It's no, a jam. There's no, yeah. we, there's no, like, oh, check out this riff I came up with during the week. There's no. none of that. We basically no. just jam. Mm. And then just go, oh, I like that. And then yeah. um, we find a sweet spot in the jam, and then our eyes just light up. And we're like, what the, what the fuck was that bit? <laughs> yeah, let's exactly. go back to that bit. And then yeah, we get really excited. Yeah, Holy yeah. shit, that sounded good. And we'll work on that bit. Yeah. And then we'll like work around that bit until it's a song. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very so much. very organic, kind of in the in the rehearsal space. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah. much. Yeah. It's fun. It's um. We both work pretty hectic jobs, and um. This is our kind of creative outlet, and our I guess our like. Exp- like, I don't know, we just let off steam in the jam room together. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, nice. it's like therapeutic for me to get together with her once a week and just like bash my drum kit. Yes. I don't even care if it sounds good. I'm just like, oh, I just need to get it out of me. Yeah, <laughs> have that outlet, man. Yeah. And, you know, it's great. It's um, hanging out with the sister, who's like my best buddy, and mm. playing tunes that we love. And it's just, it's just like a treat. It's like effortless. Because I was having a look at your book face and it's (laughs) described as sludgy, grungy, you know, rock kind of stuff. Um, What kind of stuff did you guys listen to um, in your formative years? 
grunge or formative years I was a massive grunge fan so I'm yeah. like massive Soundgarden fan as yeah. in like but specifically like really the late 80s early 90s stuff cool so like that Screaming Life EP and like Loud yeah. and Love you know Bad Motor Finger like that shit like that is like it for me have you heard Temple of the Dog of course I fucking heard Temple yeah. of the Dog I remember one so time good. one time I was I was like 15 or something and I was in some music shop in fucking Frankston and um <laughs> and you know Peninsula whatever and um <coughs> I had um this like bag that I had like band names written all over you know as you do and one of the names on it was Temple of the Dog and this one fucking arsehole comes up to me he's like oh I'm gonna test this chick's knowledge and he's yeah. like oh so uh which is your favorite Temple of the Dog album <laughs> oh shit I'm like the fucking one that they did <laughs> what a cunt anyway so yeah but yeah I was all about grunge stuff and I was yeah man there's actually um, this will you know test your knowledge but there is actually one Temple of the Dog song in the movie Wayne's World. Oh, I know. You I knew know. that. Yeah. All Night Thing, I fucking know. Yeah, oh, man. yeah, baby. They're pointing I at each other. They're pointing at each song, other really heavily man. right now. <laughs> Such a the good song. pointing is happening. And it's not even, I don't think it's even on the soundtrack. It's literally background music when they go to Old Mate's apartment. It's when they go to Benjamin's apartment. Yeah, Benjamin's apartment. It is. And um, His girl knows her shit. I do. Yeah. I know my Wayne's World. Okay. Hey, I, I have to. All right, I got to confess something. Yeah. So I was so fucking obsessed with Wayne's World when I was a kid, but for some reason I was shown Wayne's World two prior to Wayne's World one. So oh, that's weird. I can quote like right now. I can do the whole Wayne's World two for you right now. Right on, man. How much time do we except have? Except for the Mandarin oh. parts, I can do the subtitles. <laughs> I, except for Hunt That Mouth, Jeff, I can do that bit. But like, I could do the whole fucking movie for you right now. Dang. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I love it, man. Nah, such a good flick. And um, well, it's always interesting to hear what kind of music um, artists listen to and how that impacts the music they end up actually performing and writing, you know, as an adult, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, to say that, like, Rinse Grunge, I mean, like, we also, like, listen to, like, shit ton of, like, Melvin. Yeah, Mud Honey. Mud like, Honey. Yeah. Um, a lot of Tad. I fucking love Tad as well. Yeah. Mm. But, like, that, that, that's just, like, one chapter of the music that we're into, obviously. Yeah. I mean, like, you know sure. what it's like. You know, you like all sorts of things. Like, I like I like a lot of noise stuff, experimental stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, Gregorian chants, like, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. You, know, you kind of go through phases as a muso. Like, oh, I'm really into this and that. Like, mm. the moment I really like Logic, he's like a rapper from the States. Oh. And he's... Like, at the moment, he's, like, on the top of the Billboard charts over there. Like, he's okay. killing it. But I, I, I'm going to nerd out a little bit and go, well, I actually dug him from his second album and his first one. He's out, like, four or five albums now. Um, but his second album is a space theme, and it's all about, like... Um, uh, these two dudes it's like a concept album where these two dudes are trying to get from a space station to a planet um, that is habitable because like it's set like in 2080 where that's everyone very is David kind of Bowie-esque going yeah, on yeah. here holy I shit I was thinking before it sounds like a Phil K. Dick novel oh. right <laughs> but for a hip hop concept album cool. it's kind of weird you know yeah. so in between every song there's a little skit where yeah, the guys cool. talk about how they're going to get to the planet and shit so um, no that's what I love about music narrative yeah exactly yeah. it doesn't really matter what kind of music you play sometimes the stuff that you listen to um, uh, is completely different you know what I mean totally yeah. 
Um, yeah, uh, Laura, what about you? What kind of stuff did you listen to growing up? I was um, growing up. I was. Kind of, I had, I'm the only child, and I kind of. I don't know where I found my heavy um, like music love from. It came out of nowhere for me. I was sure. went to Catholic Ladies College out Nelson. Yeah, yeah. CLC. CLC Catholic. Oh my God, we were both Catholic school. We were girls. both young Catholic ladies at one wow. point in our life. I work at a Catholic school. Oh, I love Catholic schools. I had a good time. <laughs> I had I a very good time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. I was just there socialising, getting in trouble all the time. Yeah, yeah I was right. being a loser. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. Ah, oh, yeah. So I um my formative years, like I, I would have to say. It was very heavily Slipknot and Metallica driven when I was a teenager. Yeah, right. My first job in a bakery, I saved up 300 bucks and I went to my local music store and bought a Monterey uh, Strat and a Laney Amp. Nice. Package for $299 on special for that week. <laughs> and I, I love that, the I strap used, pack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the strap pack. And I used to go into my bed, uh, no, in my IT class, because at that point there was only like one IT room with computers in it. Right. You know, and so I'd go in there in my IT class and like print out tabs. Oh like my god, printing tabs. I had a yes. manila folder. Yes. I had a manila yes. folder with all my guitar tabs and I'd come home and staple together and I'd sit in my room and I'd just like play Metallica songs and I was like this is the coolest shit ever and I look in the mirror and be like one day I'm going to be in a band <laughs> <laughs> playing <Fantastic>. drums <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, shit. and so when did you make the transition to the to the kit yeah oh, yeah. well 12 months ago oh really yeah well, wow um, yeah, but you I, do other stuff yes I, I do I do um, I've been playing uh, percussion with DJs in clubs and in bars um for like a dec- uh, ten years now. Yeah, right. Um, my my first partner and still very 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 close friend, um, Mitch, who's been like multiple bands. Um, he uh, he plays percussion in a band called Nozu now. Okay. And uh, he he kind of taught me everything I, I I knew. Well, he really didn't teach me. He was playing gigs and I just get up there and drink his rider and play all, and play his drums. Nice. And he didn't <laughs> stop me. So kind of um yeah, I kind of took over his gigs when he wanted to kind of settle down a bit. So I was doing percussive stuff right and then got uh, contracted out by an agency to do weddings and kind of that kind of stuff ah, so okay. I kind of had a bit of a rhythmic thing going on um, sure uh, but then yeah Sorka and I met for the first time um, through our friends and I was like oh you you play music I kind of play drums-ish kind of I play percussion like what if we just jam sure. we're drunk very drunk at the toe we were so excited we, at, at the toe <laughs> oh we were at the fucking we toe yeah, and man. I was just like oh, Sorka my new best friend I've met you once let's <laughs> let's get together and jam and do shots and do lots of shots of whiskey <laughs> yeah right on bar. that was a great night that man that was fun I went back at your house there's photos kids. of that night oh my I god know. sorry I was just, <laughs> Yeah. So this literally was 12 months ago. No, 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 no. This is like two and a half years ago. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So we knew each other but for ages. So we're, the first night we met each other, we were like, let's jam. We need yeah. a fucking Because jam. I think we broke down on our love of the same music. Because sure. I was playing in another band or a couple of bands and you were doing the DJ stuff, percussion yeah. stuff. Yeah. So we were like, all right, we're both playing music. We're yeah. both doing gigs. Totally. But then we were like, oh my God, these bands we love together. Yeah. So and it's really rare. I'm not going to say it's rare, but just on like, you know, meeting people, you can like bro down on your favorite bands. Yeah. Like it's yeah. kind of rare. And when yeah. you bro down on your favorite specific bands, you yeah. just have a best friend. You're like, my mind is like your mind. Yeah. Let's yeah, be best friends you have, forever. You've got that shared experience. Totally. 
Even just, though you like, didn't experience it at yeah, the same time. It's weird. Through it's, that creative outlet, man. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's you're a cool like, thing, Oh, my God, man. you like, the, you like, like Bullhead? Like, that's my favourite album was album two. Bullhead. I've yeah. never met anyone who fucking knew that All Night Thing was from Wayne's World. <laughs> oh, like, are you serious? fucking bizarre, man. What the fuck? She's and an impressive no, no, woman. I love that song. I can play it. I used to play that song and sing it along. Yeah, yeah, it's a great love track. It. Love it. Love and it. whenever I talk to the guys in Smokestack about, like, uh, movies and stuff, nine times out of ten, they haven't seen any of it oh. or know anything about it. Oh. And so when I talk to someone who actually does know it, it's like, yes, I'm not a fucking weirdo. <laughs> you know? Well, it's, it's just like cool Wayne's when I was so into because I was so into, like, Penelope Spheres. And, like, after her doing, like, Decline of Western Civilization, I was just like, this chick knows what the fuck she's talking about. Yeah, right. And, like, she got asked to do Spinal Tap. Oh, and she said really? no because apparently she was like, I'd just be making fun of all my friends in that case. And, like, I'm not making fun of my friends. Like, that is my life. Yeah, like, that metal yeah. is, like, what I live for. So, like, that's why, like, you know, there's fucking Soundgarden, there's fucking, like, all these sick bands in Wayne's World. Um... Like, because of her, you know? Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just the best. That's cool, man. Yeah. Thinking um, about uh, your previous gigs, because I know Le Bronco is is pretty much a, a pretty new project, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. So looking back at your other bands, you know, um, can you tell me about maybe uh, the best gig that you've had, and and maybe a story there that you could tell our listeners? Um, you think back and go, oh man, that gig was out of out of control, man. Uh, yeah, I um, this is a this is not a rock and roll story at all. No, that's it's cool. Like, it was a, percu- a percussion gig. I when I flew up over to WA to oh yes, this one. Oh my god, <laughs> to um Geraldton. Geraldton, yeah. Geraldton. So a little north Perth through the, through the desert, and we played this like West Coast, and it was like an AFL derby thing where like. Huh. Um, it's like a festival that they do every year. It's fabulous. I had a great time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was just like, it was on a basketball court, kind of a few different basketball courts with kind of like shipping containers and stuff around. And yeah. everyone was just completely off their face. <laughs> and I've never seen anything like it before. Like there was, there was literal undies being thrown around everywhere. There was people trying to like get on stage. I felt like I was like... I felt like I was like the biggest rock star on earth. Yes. But I was literally just playing like bongos and my, my stuff. Like, you know, well, my, the DJ who I was playing with, Lauren, she's, she's amazing. She was doing all 90s, like real cool, like house stuff, like really cool 90s stuff that was just like getting all the kids off. Sure, sure. <laughs> and it was, we were getting like grabbed out and it was just like, I don't know. It was, if, it was, if I was ever to be a rock star, yes. I would look back at that point and be like, wow, it's pretty full on. Because yeah. it's, it's, it's just like people like coming at you and like um, wanting a piece of you, kind yeah, of thing. breaking down the barrier and stuff, and just I don't know. The, 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 the drugs must have been awesome at that time. <laughs> of the night. There's probably not much for them to do out there. So when yeah, someone's playing music at them, they're going to be losing their oh, minds. Fuck yeah, we, get on the and gear. we stayed the, the the pub we played at because it was like the pub that yeah. opened up basically the town and just put like cyclone fences around it and just kind of had like um, it was just like a forced kind of festival kind of thing but it was great yeah um but it was uh yeah that's cool and what it about you really cool. do you have a uh, <laughs> a favorite <laughs> memory of your best shows while you're you know ordering a drink yeah. from the <laughs> we are ordering a drink that's why it sounds a bit awkward from the like eye contact. <laughs> wade's taking care of us oh. can i grab a hawkers 
Hawkers. Hawkers. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, and I'm, thank and you. I'm good, mate. I'm, I'm Thanks, good. Yeah, you didn't offer. That's oh, fine. What a legend. <laughs> what a. Oh, you didn't get you one. No, it's fine. I've got to drive, man. This is my second one. I, oh, can't, okay. I can't have All any right. more anyway. All right, you can calm down. Um, um, yeah, so, yeah, what was your um, favourite memory of, of, um, of, okay. of the shows? My favourite. My favourite gig that I've done was not necessarily a band that I play in, but actually an art project. Um, so there's this Melbourne artist named Fiona Hillary. She also teaches at RMIT. Um, she's fucking amazing. Yes. And um, so she teaches in public art. And um, this was an artwork that happened down at the Western Treatment Plant. Okay. Um, yeah, quite interesting. Um, smelly. And um, <laughs> the... Um, it's like it's sort of run by um, Cameron Bishop and David Cross of, De- of um, Deakin University, um, where I teach and I'm doing my PhD there. And um, as you do, oh yeah, you know, you just do this shit. And um, it was a um, show called. Thank you very much, darling. It was a show called um, Treatment. And yeah. um, Fiona Hillary had um, uh, basically this show was set up so. This site down there is fucking gigantic, and so they had different art artworks set up at different sites, and they had buses that would bus people around to the different sites. Oh, okay. And the site that we were working at was this water tower that used to belong to this town of Crockerock. And this water tower originally was in... It's like this blue brick, beautiful water tower, huge fucking thing. Um, you know, rectangular, big thing. Kind of looks like a castle, but it's not. Sure. And this used to be in Melbourne, and then it was transported down there to this town called Crockerock. And in the 70s, this town was totally bulldozed, and the land was um, absorbed by the government. And um, so we did a project in this tower. Um, Fiona organised um, four guitarists. So myself um, and... Um, I'm going to say their names, but... Oh, Penny Eichinger was there. Penny. Um, Penny was there. She was great. Oh, um, Penny. Uh, um, whole bunch of musos Yeah, there, there was a man. bunch of musos. Sorry, I'm trying to remember the bands <laughs> that they right. were from. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't... Anyway, so we were given this brief. And the brief was basically, you have to um, pick one of these songs from this list, this playlist that people have put together of songs they want to take to the future. So we had to take... Yeah, so we had to pick a few songs from this playlist and then um, pretend that we had been playing them forever. So so what... And the four of us would play in 10-minute increments over seven hours. So, like, um, you know, you play 10 minutes and then you wait, you know... 30 minutes until your next round comes around and then you play another 10 minutes and etc. It's a round robin of Yeah, and you just play the same songs over and over and over. And so what yeah, right. happens is that you start to emerge. So, like, you start to totally transform the work because you're like, fuck it, I'm just going to try this bit this time and this bit this time. And yeah. you're playing in this water tower, so the reverb in this space is fucking amazing. Sure. It's like um, an out-of-body experience. It was insane. How long and did it go for, did you say? Seven hours. Seven hours? Seven hours over two weekends. So, out, so like, there was seven hours on one Saturday, and then the next Saturday we did another seven hours. Yeah. And, like, you know, you can imagine the next week we rock up, we're like, Jesus, we're playing the same songs again. Like, I'm totally, like, just going to fuck around with this. And so it was great. So it's kind of, for me, I was kind of moving in between just, like, harsh noise and, like, Donna Summer. So, <laughs> so like, the songs that I picked, I picked, like, Donna Summer, I Feel Love. Um... Uh, Watusi by Harmonia and um, 
Gary Newman cars because this is what was on the list and I was like totally yeah. and so that was probably my favourite gig because it just nice. went so for different. so long it was so it was a really bizarre art piece yeah. and it just went for ages and you could just fuck around do whatever you want and then like cue people with fingers in their ears like oh my god your guitar is so loud and I was like yes get deaf and yeah it was really fun <laughs> oh that's cool man Whenever I ask that question, it's usually, oh, you know, we played this sold-out show for our album launch and all our friends and family were there and whatever, and, and that's a cool thing. Like, you know, I've got that memory as well, you know, from my first band, but I don't believe anyone's ever said that they had a gig at a, at a, a treatment plant for seven hours over two weekends, <laughs> Treatment man. plan, yes. The treatment, treatment plant treatment gig, plan. man. Yeah. Far out. Um, and so what about, let's flip it on its head, what about your worst gig? Have you ever had an experience where someone's yes, like... I know what you're going to say. Oh, my God, do you? Which the one is it? Burn the oh, yeah, that's what I'm going to say. Yeah. No, I don't want to say anything because I don't want to jeopardize any future arrangements, but... No, fuck them. Okay. Seriously? I, okay. Burn that bridge. So, <laughs> <laughs> There's enough venues in town. I, um, yeah, fuck that shit. Well, it's only because I've got a sister's back here, and I when we play together, I, th- this, is, this could be a different thing that you're talking about, but it's... Um, Oh, no, that's your Dowser Bendigo experience. No, it was Urka. Urka. Yeah. But the same thing happened to... I'm going to do something in the... I'm just going to jump to a point here and I'm going to let Talker tell the, the, the pre-story. Yeah, But yeah. when we are playing a show, like... Which her, her guitar needs to be at a certain level on stage for us to perform. We're only a fucking two-piece. We're a two-piece. Yeah, yeah. We don't have, like, a million amps. My sim was a fucking loud as, and we needed yeah. her guitar to cut through, and it, we needed it all mesh and harmonise together to make our sound. Yeah. So when we're getting asked to, like, oh, people can hear you on the street, can you turn your amp down a bit? It's just oh. like, fucking... I hate that. Like, New Zealand are going to hear my fucking 24-inch ride. Yeah. Like, are you serious? Like, oh, my God. That's the worst, Look at Jacinda Ardern's there, like, what was that? (laughs) Like, oh, I don't know. I think some people just get a bit like, hmm, too loud. I don't don't know about this. I'm just going to... Yeah, precious, hey. Yeah, so we just got our feathers ruffled a little bit at a couple of gigs (laughs) where we were like... Oh, I was really excited to be like, yeah, get noisy. Get noisy with my girl. Yeah. Like, Can you, you're too loud. Can you, we've had complaints about you before. Oh, wow. You yeah. got that even. Far out, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I've gotten that at like a covers gig, but you kind of have to eat that humble pie when you're doing covers because you're getting paid, yes. you know, and you're essentially, you're the client and they're the... Um, you know, they're your boss for the night. Totally, you're getting good cash money off so that shit. If they want you it fucking softer, if you want basically what you could have had if you just put a CD on really softly, I don't give a shit. I'm still yeah. getting paid. You know what totally. I mean? Totally. But that doesn't mean it doesn't take the wind out of your fucking sails. That, yes, it totally. It doesn't hurt your feelings as yeah. a muso because you're like, fuck, man, I've, I've yeah. brought all my shit here. Yes. I, I've, I've learnt these songs for yeah. people to enjoy, and you're telling totally. me to turn down, and you're like, come on, man. Totally. Don't be a dick. And you don't play. <laughs> as well like I played a, no, um, I did a percussion gig at Mona a couple of weekends ago and it's awesome I love that place it was great I set up my rig I've got a crash I've got all these drums I play with sticks I've got jam blocks it's a loud arrangement sure. it's for DJs it's for like stuff but they were like oh it's, it's a, this is kind of um, a welcoming thing it was like a reception so it wasn't anything against Mona at all they were loving it but it was more yeah. than the people that were organising it which was like an external they were hired the space of the, like the, or the atrium or something Right. But they were like, oh, it, you're way too loud. Can you just, like, play with your hands? And I'm like, that leaves my bongos. I can't do 
That's a tenth of do what I can do right yeah. now. That's a tenth that, of what I can do. Like this is something that really shits me. Oh. So like fucking arts organisations that are primarily usually visual arts organisations, yeah. and then they get a performance art group yeah. in, and that involves amplifiers, yes, etc., and they're yep. not fucking prepared. Yeah, so totally. like I did a gig at Testing Grounds. My friend um, Juliana Keller, as part of her Sonic Electric group. And we're at testing grounds. We're doing a sound check, and they're like, "Oh, it needs to be like 80 dB." It's like 80 fucking dB. I'm 80 fucking dB talking to you right yeah. now. Yeah, this is my they voice have no right idea now. what yeah. um, the dB range is. Yeah. Really insane. And then like I did another one at like Abbotsford Convent, and they're like, "No, it yeah. needs to be like 90 dB." I'm like, "Are you fucking serious?" You can't serious? actually play to you. You can't play it's, your sound if you no. have to re- restrict your your. Um, it's like a reflex when you the play. Sound yeah. is not it's there. a reflex. It's like a thing you do subconsciously, and you have to hit your instruments in a certain way to get That's the sound it. that you know. And then when someone's like, "You can't do it that like like that," you're just like, yeah. "Well, I can't do a good job." What I'm doing. So I'm a, apologies now because that's going to be crap. Yeah. But I, yeah. Talking mm-hmm. about jobs, what do you guys do during the day uh, to uh, supplement the income of being a muso? <laughs> yeah. I am a uh, structural drafts person for a commercial engineering firm. So I, Wow, that's a fucking mouthful. <laughs> a structural drafts person for a... Structural engineering firm in Whoa. the city. So I, I uh, 3D model buildings that we're designing and I draw pictures for builders to build off. Wow, that yeah. is wild. <laughs> Thanks. Far out. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And so when you go into work in the morning, yeah. walk us through like what would be the, like your usual like Monday morning. All like right. Have you got okay. like a... Alright, I'm lucky and I'm very fortunate enough that the people who I work with know me very well. And on Monday mornings... So are you on your second or third coffee, Laura? Oh, shit. Hang on, wait. Wait, am I at work now? Okay, yeah, I'm, right, I'm here. I'm here. Right, okay, right. cool. Nah, it's, it's good. I, um, I get to work, I think about my week, yeah. and then I have a few coffees. I'm pretty heavily coffee addicted. That's another love that when Sorka and I share together. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's good. Like, I just got a nice little promotion, so it's kind of amping up for me as well. So my, um, I'm trying to strategize my creative life with my work life at the moment, which is yeah. a, it's a pretty big task, task to do, um, but I love it. I'm loving doing it. Um, yeah, I get to work and I draw buildings and I 3D model stuff. Yeah, right on, man. <laughs> and so how often do you drive down the street and you go, fuck, man, that's one of my buildings, I man. I do, uh, like, a lot. I'm such a, a, I'm such a geek. I'm such a geek. I'm like, look at this. Look, I, know, I, know what, I know what that building is because I drew that. Well, <laughs> dude, that's amazing. <laughs> that's well, awesome. It's only, well, like, um, the company that I work for, we specialize in high-rise. So oh, wow. The high, our, all the commercial high-rise structures in the um, in the city, a lot of them are Robert Bird Group because they're, they're, they specialize in... Um, in doing that thing. In doing that thing. So it's, it's kind of cool. Like, I ride my bike to work. Like, I just live up the road right at the spot of Mallard. Like, I'm, I'm in the hood right now. Sure. So I, like, cruise to work on my bike and I can see my... Like my, my, my things, like the buildings right there. that you oh fucking built, Shit, man. I know that. I, in the computer. Yeah, it's out the of computer control. You can do stuff. And yeah, it's 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 cool. I, I'm a bit of a geek about it. Like I get overexcited sometimes, but I don't know. It's well, you're gonna be passionate fun. about your day gig as well as your night gig. Definitely. You know, being muso. Yeah. So no, that's cool, man. It's a good balance. And what about you, Sorka? What do you do during the day? Um, I'm doing my PhD. Okay. She's gonna be a doctor. Gonna be a doctor. A doctor. Doctor of philosophy. And um, 
And I work as a casual academic, so lecturing and tutoring and stuff like that. You work as a casual where, sorry? Casual academic. Casual academic. I have no idea what that means. Okay, so <laughs> essentially I do lectures and seminars at university. Oh, okay. Yeah. On a specific topic. On um, mostly photography and also visual art theory. Whoa, okay. They are my areas of research. Right yeah. on. Yeah. And while you do that, you're studying still... Yeah. To get your PhD. That's right. In, what did you say it was in? Um, essentially, it's in visual art theory. Whoa. Give him the full name. Well, you... Ah. <laughs> PhD so, in visual art so theory. So, essentially, it's a combination of uh, quantum theory and visual art theory. Holy moly. I told you, she's amazing. <laughs> Usually, it's the, um, you know, oh, yeah, I work at Bunnings or, you know, I work uh, at the porno store or something. But like I've done all those shit jobs <laughs> in the past, you know. PhD, man. I've done all the shit jobs and I'm just doing what I really, really like right now and I'm having a good time. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. Far out. Yeah. And, um, well, now, at this point in the interview, usually I ask the artist if it's okay that I play a little slice of their music ah. so people know, you know, the context of who we're listening to. Okay. But you're saying you're actually recording tomorrow. Yes. That's right. And uh, this, is there anything online before we, the, that recording? Or There's a couple of things on YouTube. Yeah, there is that we could kind of, I could kind of take off and, and, and put as for yeah. some context. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there's some, there's some. Or maybe audible, some live audible, stuff. audible stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, what would you suggest as a good entryway oh. for people to, um, yeah, get involved? Do you reckon it's not going to work because we don't really play my girl now. Yeah. We could play that. There is a cool little video that a guy made. A guy made a video about us on our first ever gig. That's right. And it's uni. But the only problem is we might have to dig for it deep in the book of face. Okay, we'll see so, how you go because this will drop in a couple of weeks. Amazing. Because I've got another act uh, who I interviewed this uh, this, this evening as well, Excellent. who's going to be um, played on Tuesday. But yep. the following Tuesday it'll be your episode. Great. Episode twenty. Ooh. Uh, so there you go. 20. Double 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 20. digits. Um, but yeah, yeah. So in between now and then if you can email me something that you think um, the people would listen to we can totally do that yeah that'd be awesome yeah Yeah, yeah, you can even do a little slice of a H uh, zoom recording oh yeah sick yeah Yeah, 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 like what we're we're recording through now yeah Yeah. so well unfortunately I've only got the H2N I'm sorry oh no I just got this from my school and (laughs) I get to you know use it outside of school as well so it's a good vibe no the 6 is totally sick I wish I had a 6 oh there you go but I I still don't really know half of the functions that it can do but I know it's picking up our audio so that's a good thing it looks it's really cool yeah it's very cool man um, yeah so Zoom you know if you'd like to sponsor the show you, you've got amazing stuff we love you you know we're using Shure SM58 microphones uh, yeah anyway totally this microphone is so beautiful how did you get it so I shiny know. and new it smells like a new car honey that's because our ones are like old <laughs> so like okay so we were like alright we need to get our own mics yeah. because like you know the mics you get at gigs and the mics you get at like rehearsal studios like yeah, stick like some kind of sock that is Ace, doused yeah. in Glen 20 yes so, it's almost like a sewer dog yeah we used to call it Glen 20 sock the all the time Glen 20 sock so um, I was I was in Japan and I was like scouring some uh Secondhand music stores, and I was like, yeah. "Some SM50, yeah, it's fuck yeah!" And they were like, "Nice, yeah, no, so affordable." Beta 58 or just a regular SM58? Just a reg. Yeah, the reg, man. But yeah. they're so good. Yeah, man, they're, you can't destroy and them. And tonight man. was the first time that I've got off stage and remembered to take it off. <laughs> <laughs> I've Dude, every man. fucking time I play, they're like, "Hey, Lauren, you just 
uh, is this your mic? Yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so good, I don't know. This is my uh, Beta 58, and I did a gig about six, eight months ago, and I use the Beta because most venues have a fucking SM58. They don't use the Beta. But for that gig, for some reason, they were using Betas. Oh, I yeah. forgot, like you just said, like I left the stage, left my fucking mic on stage, and he'd already packed them all oh, away. No! In the abyss of mics and leads in that one cabinet that they're getting put into. So there's no way the microphone I'm using is mine. There's just fucking no way, because who knows which one it was. You know what? Whatever, man. Fucking gross. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Took the cone home and fucking washed it and shit. Oh, you washed it, right? You're a good lad. No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't? Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm a bloke. We're gross. (laughs) Oh, man. There you go. Far out. Oh, well, it was great to talk to you guys. That was so much fun. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that was great. You know, I wasn't expecting to interview um, two acts tonight, but I'm really glad I did because you guys were a real laugh, so that was great. Yeah. Um, how do we um, follow you guys? Have you guys got... I know you've got a Facebook. Do you have an Instagram as well? We do. We yeah. do indeed. La Bronco? We're La Bronco Band. So La Bronco it's Band? Like, yeah. Okay. It's like <clears> underscore, so it's like La underscore Bronco underscore Band. Yeah. Okay. So we'll get the punters to follow that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, uh, we'll be able to listen to that tune and Definitely. we'll obviously keep an ear out for any future releases. Yeah, well, we're going to do a Bandcamp thing uh, sh- very shortly. In right a, on. In, um, in uh, light of a few exciting gigs we've got coming up. Yes. Nice. Um, that so you can mention now or not really? I don't know if the major one has been announced, yeah. so I'm going to be careful. But yeah. Okay. okay. But we do need to get something uh, digitally um, kind of... You know, out there, available for a- people. Yeah, available yeah. for people to play. Uh, yeah, through the, so through that's the what we're doing so, so we're, we're on it. We're on it. Yeah. We know we're gonna do it. We're doing it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you, Laura. Thank you, Sorka. Thank of you so La much, Bronco. Thank you. And uh, yeah, we'll check you guys out on the on the internet. Yes. And maybe at a show soon. Yes. Right on. Cheers, guys. Woo! Thank you. And that's a wrap for this week. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, give the podcast a share on social media. Use that hashtag Art of Touring Podcast on Instagram and give us a follow at Art of Touring. Also, go check out my band, Smokestack Rhino, who are featured in this podcast every week. Our opening and closing theme is a song called Screwdriver Girls. And you can check out the whole track on iTunes and you can follow the band on Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud and Bandcamp, Twitter, even our very own website, www.smokestackrhino.com. To keep up to date with our gigs, however, give us a like on Bookface or our Facebook, however you like to say it, <laughs> where all our touring dates will be uploaded as soon as they come in. If you'd like to get in contact with me, please do so. I'd love to hear from you. Email me directly at artoftouringpodcast at gmail.com. Maybe you're uh, a listener and you'd like to tell me uh, you know, some tips on how to improve the show, or maybe you're a muso and you'd like to come on, just hit me up. Uh, you know, you can, you can contact me um, via uh, Instagram as well at Art of Touring Podcast. You can listen to Art of Touring on Wooshka and you can download it on iTunes. If you've enjoyed this episode or previous episodes of the podcast, take that moment to give the podcast a rating, bless you, within the podcast app uh, on your phone and write a short review. It will really help me out. That's all for this week. Before I go, I have a few shout-outs as always. Shout-out to Chris Wall, who designed the artwork for the show. It's insane. 
Have you seen the artwork for this show? It's insane. You can follow him on Instagram at Mr. Wall, spelt W-A-H-L. Big thank to big thanks. I'm losing I'm losing my mind a little bit. It's a bit late on a Monday night while I record this. Big thanks to my guests this week, La Bronco. You can follow them on Instagram and Facebook and pretty soon they'll have they'll be setting up their bandcamp page, so keep an eye out for that one. Now let's get in some plugs. My band, Smokestack Rhino, are playing at Greaser in Brisbane on Friday, September 21st. Uh, the following night, we're at Moe's Desert Clubhouse, also in Brisbane. Then we finish that weekend with our epic return to the Mitchell Creek Rock and Blues Festival on Sunday, the 23rd of September. I believe we're on at 3 p.m., so get on down. The next week, on Thursday, the 27th of September, we'll be up in Sydney at Frankie's Pizza by the Slice. Then finishing that run of shows will be the Longview Farm Party on Saturday, the 29th of September. Go to our Facebook page to see all of our upcoming dates. You can download our debut album from iTunes or go to our Bandcamp page to buy a t-shirt or a physical copy of that said album. That's all from me this week. Thanks again for listening. Tune in next time for another episode of Art of Touring with the Sizz Dog. Oh, oh, oh! Remember, this week's podcast was brought to you by Quark's Bar. Get in there, get some latinum, and get on out of there.